Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Everything Baseball Podcast. My name is Frankie Saracino, and today we are going to be going over the top 10 first basemen in the MLB for the 2021 season. I am joined with Franco. He is wearing a very interesting shirt right now. I don't even know what's on it, but um, we're going to get into it. It's like some New York uh, symbols. Yeah, some New York symbols and uh, yeah. Naples, Florida, New York. Coming in from coming in from Florida, you know, you know Nap how it is. Town, not all town. over the map. So today we are recording this on Sunday, March twenty eighth, and uh, we're just going to start right off. So my number ten first baseman right now is Joey Votto. Now. A lot of people may say that Joey Votto is like washed up. You know, he's a seasoned veteran. He's been in the league for, um, oof, that's a lot of years. years? 14 years. 14. Wow. Yeah. So since 2007, he's made um, six All Star games, won an MVP, and uh, won a gold glove. Obviously, one of the best Canadian players of all time. And he's mm-hmm. accumulated a, uh, Career war of 62. What stands out to me for uh, Joey Votto is just his ability to get on base. Over the past three seasons, he's gotten on base at a 417 clip, a 357 clip, and a 354 clip. Obviously, he's not the hitter he once was, but his ability to get on base is just unlike any others. He's led the league in base on balls for five years out of the 14 years and uh, has had the highest on base percentage for um, seven years out of 14 years in the league. So just telling from that stat, this guy gets on base, he gets RBIs, he gets, he gets a little pop, you know, he's going to hit some home runs around mm-hmm. maybe f- he hit 11 in the 20 game. I mean the 60 game season last year, which was impressive, but he's got some pop. Mm-hmm. gets on base exciting you know good fat yeah um he's solid dude i mean he's not gonna be insane for you now down the stretch nowadays but he was so good back in the day and he's gonna be solid for the reds especially that they aren't that great of a team so yeah he's he'll good. bring in fans yeah he's exciting he gets mm-hmm. on base so walks yeah you don't want to pitch to him still i mean he's still a deadly bat now, my 10, Carlos Santana, recently acquired, recently to the Royals. Uh, big switch hitter here. By the way, played the most games in, uh, played 60 games of 60 games last season. There we go. What a guy. Most, most base on balls, believe it or not, for a first baseman. Usually they're big swingers. His batting average was 200 last year, which is but- terrible. His OVP was 349 because he led the league in base on ball. So exactly. Now he's not, I mean, he's a, he's a power, he's a power hitter. He's a real, he'll give you 25 to 30 home runs in a, in a regular season, probably. Um, His uh, OPS is pretty solid throughout his career at 812. His on base percentage is six is 366, which is pretty damn good for a first baseman. And his uh, OPS plus is uh, 120 career-wise. So that means he's 20% better than and the average player. The average player. So he's a good hitter. I mean, it's first base. You don't really need to have the greatest glove. 
So this guy's a solid 10 for me. I mean, he's also coming off that 2019 All-Star Silver Slugger season, mm-hmm. which his on-base percentage was um, 397 and a batting average of 281. So obviously this guy knows how to get on base and he knows how to hit. He hit 34 home runs that season. So obviously mm-hmm. he knows how to hit. And um, he's going to – I think he's going to take a step forward off of last season because obviously 60 games – 206 at-bats is a lot different than 573 at-bats. So he's going to take the step forward and uh, continue on. So mm-hmm. I agree. And he's a switch hitter, which is cool to have. Right. I mean, first base is in the taxing position, so he's he's got some years left. Oh, yeah, 100%. What is he, 12 years in the league, 11 years? What do we got? I think 11. 11 year vet. It, so this will be his 12th year. I already, I already switched to uh, – both of we we have a very similar top ten actually. I looked at it. So uh, at nine, me and me and Frankie both have Max Muncy, the utility player. He goes plays first, second, third, bats lefty, big hitter, solid defense. What do you got on him, Frank? Well, other than the fact that he looks like a gnome, um, Max Madison Mun- Bumgarner doesn't like him. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Maxwell Steven Muncy. I don't think he's one of the like compared to a guy like Santana or Vado. Some may say, oh, we can put him ahead mm-hmm. of him. But Muncy's flashy. That's what that's the thing about him. He's able to, he's just got that pop off his bat. 2018, 2019, 2020, his home run numbers were 35, 35, and 12. Obviously, he's got a lot of power. Strikeout numbers, he strikes out a lot, but he also walks a lot too. So his on-base percentage is always good. Past three years, we got a 391, 374, and a 331 in the shortened season. But um, yeah, Max Muncy, one of the uh, best first basemen in the game, but he's also one of the best utility players in the game. Primarily first baseman, but he also plays second base, third base, the outfield on rare occasions. And um, he DHs sometimes, but that's a mm-hmm. National League thing. Yeah. And you're not going to get like, I mean, you're not going to get high averages with these first basemen. So if you can get a 250, a 250 average at first base for 30, 35 home runs, that's a great first baseman in the MLB. Yeah. I mean, so, his 2019 season was like the perfect first, first base season. Yeah. yeah. The best first. It was a great first baseman season, and I mean, he's he's a good utility, and that's why I put him above a guy like Vado or uh, who'd I say? Forgot. Carlos Santana. Yeah, he's a good bat too. So I mean, he's solid. It's also the versatility. So yeah, good good player. Younger too has to make the top ten. Hundred percent. Now at number. Eight. Eight. We still, we, both, we got the same guy. Yeah, we we only flip on a few on the like four and five. Oh reason. my goodness! So um, at number well, eight, first base is pretty given. Like yeah. the top like eight of them. It's a good. It's a good good group of players. It's the best group. It might to. be the best first and second, first and third. I'm I'm not saying outfield because outfield's just unfair. outfield's a given. No, outfield yeah, exactly. is the best hitters you got. I'd say first and third are the best, the two positions. You don't think in the infield? I think ranking wise, it goes second, first, short, third base. 
Second, first, short stops short, are third exciting base. right now. You don't think? These, yeah, they are. These are some of the best the short stops the major leagues have ever seen. But um, yeah, maybe you're right. Now moving at number on eight. to eight, Josh Bell. You know, um, switch hitter. Now to the Nats, a national. So a national. um, he's in the lineup. He's going to be lineup protection for Juan Soto. I mean, he hit like a 300-foot bomb the other day in spring training. doesn't mean anything. But, uh, yeah, I know. Let's just talk about those. You see his 2019, uh, Frank? Yeah, but his, his 2018 and 2019 were phenomenal years. Ridiculous, actually. Yeah. 37 home runs in 2019. Batting average almost 280. Uh, On-base percentage 367. Slugging of 570. Oh, OPS, uh, OPS with 936, and then he was 41% better than most an average player, which is yeah. on OPS plus. I mean, the guy was – he may have been the best first baseman that year, unless there was someone – I don't know. Those are – we'll see. We'll see when we go back – when we look at the stats. I'm pretty sure he was probably the best first baseman because I do remember – he was trending way mm-hmm. up for the 2020 season and he totally blew it. But I mean, 60 game season, so we can't make much assumptions over that. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, when you have a switch hitter who can hit 37 switch home hitter, runs, yeah. I love his swing from the left side. The right side's really good too, but as a lefty, this guy just, he rakes. Jacks him. Yeah. Um, this is a good, this was a good pickup for the Nats. Fielding wise, he's not great. Not the best fielder, no. Yeah. But like we said, like first is not a position about fielding. Yeah, he's going to make ninety nine percent of the plays. It's just one percent mm-hmm. he's not going to make, which isn't a big yeah. deal. Um, moving on. Tony, the Italian stallion. Yeah, the Italian stallion, Anthony Rizzo, Florida product. Yes, sir. Um, came up with the Padres. First year, yeah. And uh, now a long-time Chicago Cubs since 2012. It feels like forever, but... um, I didn't know he was that this old. I didn't know he's been in the league this he's long. He's been in the league for a long time. since. Yeah. Um, but Rizzo is just one of the most consistent first basemen in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, similar to these other guys, they've had down... They had the down 2020, but... Spring tra- there were like a lot of problems with that season, little spring training, um, and that. But just looking at his 2018 and 19, 2018, he hit 283 with an on base percentage of 374 and um, 25 home runs, 101 RBIs. 2019, 27 home runs, 94 RBIs, batting average of 293 in an OBP of 405. Like, Why did he not make the all-star game those years? And he didn't win a silver slugger because I think Josh we- Josh Bell Josh won. Josh Bell slugger. won it in 2019, yeah. yeah but, but they had very similar stats in 2019. I think it was the long balls that set it apart. Yeah, 37 and 27, yeah. And that Josh Bell's a switch hitter. But, that I mean, Rizzo it has been consistent in and out through his whole career. Um he really hasn't had like an awful year. He hasn't had under 20 home runs since 2012. 2012. So yeah. you know what you're going to get out of Rizzo. You're going to get around 25 to 30 home runs mm-hmm. and uh, around 90 to 100 RBIs. He's going to hit 
like 270, 280, and he's going to get on base at a decent clip. Yep. Beast. And as we just talked about with Josh Bell, this guy has the best defense in the league as a first baseman. So you think he's won won the gold glove four times. Doesn't uh, Matty Olsen have a good glove too? Well, uh, for the National League. Oh, okay. For the, yeah, he's – I mean, Paul Goldschmidt's good, but, I mean, he's won the gold glove. The Rizzo does have a good glove. Past three years. So. He does, he does. Now, we move on to Luke Voigt. By the way, all, we all have him in the same order. So, if you're wondering, we're at six with Luke Voigt. Me and Frankie have the same guy. Luke and Voigt. We, did, we didn't do this. Uh, we, like, we didn't coordinate this. It's just how it ended up when we it's all It's just how it kind of ended up, yeah. And – uh it's 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 a good ranking. Kind of right. I mean, the first baseman is pretty pretty. Uh, it's it's going to be the same players, maybe a little switched. I mean, not not much of a difference. Right, and it also depends, like personally, what you value. Like, if you're a mm-hmm. big on base percentage guy, you could say, "Oh, I want Rizzo over Voit." But if you'd like the power, you can be Voit over Rizzo. It's it's yes. all much. It's a personal opinion. Preference, yeah. And now we got Luke Voigt at six. Luke Voigt just got injured yesterday, two days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday. What do you have? A torn, partially torn tendon in his knee. Something like that. He's out till. Well, anyway, the Yankees are not going to have him until late May, early June. Um, Coming off the most home runs in 2020. I know we don't like talking about that season, but that's been his best season probably would you agree frankie actually i don't know he had a good season in uh 2018 i mean is he's had some really good seasons luke Voigt. 2018 was good not a full season 47 games and 2019 was good too um what i do need to say about luke Voigt's 2020 is it was a really uh standout performance for him because it seemed like he was just able to see the ball a lot better mm. and when he was putting the bat to the ball he was making a much better impact so mm-hmm. obviously the rbi and power numbers were up because the yankees get on base at a decent clip not a great mm-hmm. clip but um one of the best power hitters in the game Good right-handed bat. That's all the Yankees really have. But um, Voight solid. I was expecting a really big year out of him this year. We're going to see good numbers out of him towards the end of the year. Obviously, we're, we could see like a nice 15 home run, something around there, and be happy. But um, we could have, like, if he were to be healthy, you could have seen like a 40 home run season. And I'm not even exaggerating. He's just that good of a hitter. And with mm-hmm. 500, 600 at bats, it would happen. Yeah. He's realized he's definitely seeing the ball much better. And he's work, he's not, he's hitting it to the right side more often than he used to. He every every swing used to just be pulled down the line, trying to pull the ball. So now he's actually working, working with the pitch instead of just forcing it one way. Yeah. He's getting better. So I like this guy at six, solid glove. Not a bad glove. I I really thought he wasn't the greatest glove, but he surprised me with some plays he's made. Yeah, I mean, his fielding metrics, similar to Josh Bell's, not great, but... Not great, but not terrible. No, I mean, three errors in 2020, so not bad. It's not bad, no. And they're probably on scoops and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, moving along at five, I have Paul Goldschmidt. Talk to talk. I have, I have a different guy at five, but so we they're just flipped. Yeah, we flip flop. So we flip flop Matt Olson and Paul Goldschmidt. So uh, let's talk about Paul Goldschmidt first. Goldschmidt, obviously a uh, longtime Diamondback in the league since 2011, similar to Rizzo, um, came up in that famous 2011 rookie class, Altuve, Goldschmidt, Rizzo, Trout, one of the best rookie classes of all time. But this guy's a four-time Silver Slugger, six-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove winner, and uh, St. Louis Cardinal. Cardinals traded him for basically nobody similar to the Arenado deal for some reason. And uh, this guy's is honestly one is one of the most slept on first baseman in the league. Looking at his numbers right now. He's a vet from 2017 to 2019, just because these are full seasons. This guy's an iron man. He hasn't like, besides the 2020 season, he hasn't played less than 150 five games since 2015 wow yeah he's he's a beast he's there he's there every game pretty much doesn't get hurt um yeah. from 2015 we're just gonna i i love these numbers good numbers there's some mm-hmm. hall of fame Great. potential if he sticks around with this productivity i think he's a hall of famer already close 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 you're yeah. right you're right he's close he's he needs to stick around productivity for a few more years all right so 33 home runs 2016 24 2017 36 2018 33 2014 34 now this guy he's also not a home run first hitter because he's his batting average is career batting average 293 and career on base percentage is 392 and it's not going down there's no like up and down um paul goldschmidt obviously one of the best in the game. And uh, you really shouldn't sleep on this guy because seeing his numbers, I'm I'm more surprised how good he is than anything else. And he's consistent. So fantasy baseball, pick him up. Paul Goldschmidt. Great bat for St. Louis. You think he's going to hit behind Arenado or in front of him? Ooh, that's a good question. I say he hits behind him. I hit him in front of Arenado because he gets Ooh. on base at a 40% clip. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Arenado's Arenado gets on base at a in. 33% clip or something similar to that. So you want him to bring him in? Correct. But also, I think Goldschmidt's fast, though. Too. He's not slow for a first not base. Slow. Probably he, like yeah, he had 32 three. stolen bases in 2016. I know it was long t- five years ago, but still. He's 32 got- as a first baseman? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's actually crazy. Yeah. Really good. Don't sleep on Paul Goldschmidt. He's Don't sleep impressive. on him. Everyone else slept on him. They picked him in the eighth round of the uh, 2020, 2009 MLB draft. So. And in the league, 12 years? Yeah, wow. 12 years. Yeah. Um, you're five. My four. Matt Olson, the Oakland product. Now, I mean, these – 2020 season wasn't great. I mean, but on base percentage wasn't bad. He hit 190, he hit 195 batting average, not great at all. But his on base percentage was 310, which isn't terrible. His OPS was 734. That's not a great OPS, right, Frank? No. 
But his 2019 season is the season that jumps out to me. He was a gold glover two times. Um, two, he was hitting 270, almost 270 in 2019. Slugging was five, almost 550. On-base percentage was almost was 351. OPS was almost 900. His OPS plus was 140, 40% better than the average player. I mean, this guy was solid in 2019 and has the best glove in the AL for first baseman. So that's what that's what keep that's what ha- that's why I have him. I have him below Goldschmidt because Goldschmidt's hitting is impeccable compared to the him. I think I think Goldschmidt's a better hitter, but he's a better defender. But when I'm talking first baseman, I want more of a hitter. That's why I have Goldschmidt higher. I think that they're very... Wilson can hit, though. Don't get me wrong. No, I mean, they're very similar players as to their advanced, like their like production numbers. They're going to give you the same amount of home runs, same amount of RBIs. Um, great fielding, which is very similar. The one thing that will set them apart, though, is Olsen is more of a power hitter, while Goldschmidt's going to give you more contact hits. Base knocks. Base knocks, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's their only real difference, in my opinion, but very similar players. I just like mm-hmm. the potential out of Matt Olson more going into his age 27 season yeah. over Goldschmidt. Young. Because young. they're, like I said, very similar. But since Olson is six years younger, I believe, he's just poised for a better season. Better, yeah. But more potential. More potential. Yeah. Um. So top we three, we have the same top guys. Three, we again. got the same thing. The number two, the first two guys. If you don't have one, two, what we have it as, then you're completely wrong. So three, uh, three though, you could we got, put you could put Alonso at two. No, but Abreu just won the AL MVP. I no, I know, but like potential wise, you could say yeah, you could you could throw that in there. But your top three have to be these three guys. I don't care what order, but it has to be these three guys. And I think the guy at top has to be a top, I think. So coming in hot from Tampa, Florida, the polar bear in the, from New York, Pete Alonzo. Big meat Pete. Big meat Pete, the polar bear. Hey, by the way, went to uh, University of Florida. U.S. Sick. Gator. Now, now, 2019 Pete Alonzo. Do we even need to talk about it? Yeah, I, I mean, mean 50, let's inform the 53 home runs beating the rookie record of Aaron Judge, uh, 260 batting average. I mean, if you had better than 250 with that many home runs, that's an insane year. Uh, I mean, on-base percentage of five, 360, OPS of 940, OPS plus of 145. This guy was a beast. Three, Almost 350 total bases, too. This guy was an absolute monster in 2019, and he really didn't slow down in the 2020 season. His batting I mean, average I believe decreased. He started off really cold in 2020, and that's why he a lot did. Of he ended off down. very hot, though. Yes, hasn't missed many games, unlike some other power hitters in the league. So, I mean, the guy's consistent. He's always there. He's, I mean, well, there's no more to say about this guy. His glove needs a little bit of work, but like we keep, I keep saying at least it's it's first base. You catch the ball, you ground like the the dribbler grounders most of the time, and it's pretty. It's a pretty. Sometimes you get rockets to the corner, but you can they can make the play. They got a bigger glove, fifteen inches. 
13 inches. Yeah. I mean, Alonzo, you know the power is there. You know he's going to get on base at a decent clip. And he's he's the big power hitter for the Mets, obviously. They have Conforto. And um, it's just I'm ready to see this guy have another breakout season for all the people mm-hmm. who are like, oh, Pete Alonso, one-hit wonder. No, this guy's here to stay. He knows how to absolutely break. He will mash home runs. And he will – it's going to get a bunch of other hits too. So. Mm-hmm. There's not much to say about Pete because he's had two seasons and they're very similar. So let's just move on to Jose Abreu. And Frank, when you see these stats, you're going to, you're going to say, you're going to say Abreu is number two. Look at these stats, Frank. No, I, I totally agree with Abreu being a number two. And the but, thing he's, that, but he's a little older. Like, yeah, right. I know what you mean. The thing that bothered me the most with Abreu is – I've known how good this guy's been for so long. Mm-hmm. Always in a hundred, you're guaranteed basically a hundred RBIs, 30 home runs. Guaranteed. Crazy, crazy. And MLB Network didn't put this guy in their top 10 list last year. I said, let me scoop. Okay, let, let, let's, 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 let's say, let's say he doesn't have his, let's say, let's say 2019. We're looking at his 2019 season, and they didn't put him in the top 10 no. for first baseman. 33 home runs, 123 oh RBI, 284 batting average, 330 on base percentage. I mean, he did strike out a little bit, but, like, are you kidding me? He's definitely walk. a top 10. He doesn't though. walk. He was 19th in, in MVP voting. He oh, doesn't that's, walk. That's, that's... But I'm telling you, MLB tries to take make really hot takes for some reason. No, Jose Abreu, one of the best bats in the game. You're basically yeah. guaranteed 100 RBIs. The only three times Silver Slugger too. And um, like similar to what we've been talking about at the first base position, you do not have to be the like like a young guy to play it well. These guys are all professional hitters first and fielders second. So Abreu is just one of the best in the game. The one thing is that did like that would separate him from other players is his infrequency and walking. But I mean, when you're getting those kind of power numbers, RBIs, he's just really the glue for the White Sox right now. Yeah. And it, look at look at how many games he's played in this in the seasons. He's rarely hurt too. He's yeah. he's very consistent. So rarely hurt. It's one thing to have. It's the one thing that's nice to have with the big guy like him. And now he's good, he's good for all the young Spanish guys in the clubhouse because obviously having a leader like him is very very important. Oh yeah, very important. Now, Freddie Freeman, we got it number one. You like him? I love him. You no, know, you're 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 a big Atlanta guy. You live in Atlanta. Atlanta so just guy. tell tell me what do the people? Freddie Freeman, beast. I, I grew up in Cali. You know, have you, did you look at these stats, Frank? He's ridiculous. I know he is ridiculous. Look at his OPS last year. He he should be in the Hall of Fame if he he's. You think these have, are Hall of Fame numbers already? If he has five more decent years, yeah. I'm. I don't know about you, but like. Going into the 20, uh, like what 2018, you know, everyone, Freddie Freeman wasn't looked as, I don't know why people look down upon him. I don't know. Was he, do you ever talk to people and they're like, ah, Freddie Freeman, so overrated? Do you ever get those people? 
not as often. Like, I, no? since I'm in Jersey, you know, we talk more mm-hmm. about Alonzo, Voight kind of thing. New York guys. We talk about Mike Trout because he's from Jersey. But, I mean, Freddie Freeman, when he comes up, there's not, there's nothing bad ever said about him. It's just unfamiliar. Like people aren't unf- Un- unfamiliar with him yeah. because Atlanta, like Atlanta is a nice city, but it's not a, it's not a huge market in my opinion. Mm. So, well, now it's getting bigger because it's, like it's all getting the young bigger. guys are coming in. Yeah. But, uh, but since Acuna has come up, mm-hmm. people have been watching the Braves and Freddie Freeman has just been producing. Remember, remember, like we were talking about Luke Foyt and uh, Joey Votto and all the lower tier first top ten first baseman. And I said hitting over two fifty at at hitting two fifty as a first baseman solid. Freddie Freeman is hitting consistently two eighty to three ten every year as a first baseman. He hasn't even hit under two ninety five since twenty. It's 16. ridiculous. Yeah, I was just going like off his whole career pretty much. His worst year was two six uh, two fifty nine. His worst year. I'm not good talking about his first his one. His we're not first talking year. about 2012. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. Um, we're not. No, his and uh, since since 16, his on base percentage has been over 400 in um <laughs> three of the five years. Of the five years, I'm very close to 400. Those two years that it wasn't. Yeah, he was a he was a runaway for MVP with a 462 on base percentage last year, <laughs> but that really proves how like not stupid, but like if you were hot during that 60 game stretch, yeah, easily be the MVP. But Freddie Freeman, like, potentially could have won uh, MVP in 2018 or 2019 too. No, I totally agree with that, and uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, the numbers... and he got a gold glove. I mean, he's got a great glove. He also has fielding too. This guy's the undisputed number one first baseman in the league, no yeah. doubt about it. Um, his 2019 season could have been an MVP season, in my opinion. I know that, and he eighth finished in eighth in voting, which is ridiculous. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> fin- he finished eighth in voting. To this is stupid. This is dumb. He finished behind Cody Bellinger. Well. Uh, we know what Cody had an insane season, right. Guys who he had more home runs and RBIs than include he had more home runs than Rendon, uh, more home runs and RBIs than Ketel Marte, but Ketel Marte stole some bases. More exciting, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Half tool. yeah, I think Freddie Freeman, best first baseman in the game. Um, Same question. Yeah, not much more to say. Let's wrap it up. Anything Anything else? No, first baseman is probably the most exciting. If you're going to watch someone uh, hit home runs, you want to watch first baseman because those yeah. are the guys that go deep a lot. These are your so, professional hitters for yeah. your uh, fantasy league. Make sure to get someone good because mm-hmm. MVP candidates are wild. Okay, guys, Two. thank you for listening to the Everything Baseball podcast, first baseman special. And, um, yeah, have a good day. Bye. Bye.